Mr. Farrick, I think we need to open a shipwide channel. Channel open, Mr. Tracy. Attention all crew members, this is Jack Tracy speaking. And I'm Sean Farrick. And we're excited to announce the launch of your new favorite Star Trek podcast, Star Trek Zhuzhuration. That's Z-H-U-Z-H for those of you furiously Googling a definition. And for those of you not in the UK, Z is Z. But I'm still gonna help you out with that. To zhuzh is to make something more lively, exciting, or attractive. And as much as we love every episode of the Star Trek universe, I do think there are a couple kind of worth the judging. Agreed! Which is why you'll want to hear two highly opinionated homosexual Star Trek superfans and writers comment on these episodes which are a little bit more challenging and surprise each other with a pitch as to how they would judge them up for all the right reasons. We're gonna be going up, uh, well, the longest of ladders. Fiddle-dee-dee! And, uh, we're gonna join the White Rabbit in a barely disguised public playground. And we'll also hop on over to DS9 for some shoots and ladders. Alamorain, baby. And Jack, we can't light that candle! Sean, I assure you, in all the multiverse, Beverly bones that candle every time. Fair point. So, all aboard the USS Zhuzh, and don't forget to join us weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe so you can join us for our Shakedown Cruise. Make sure you leave a five-star review and a comment. You can also find us on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Star Trek Zhuzh. And again, that's Z-H-U-Z-H. And you can join one of our many membership tiers to get exclusive content like uh, video versions of this podcast. We wear uniforms. We're very pretty. You can also have your chance to help us pick the episodes that we review and even attend live watch parties with us of the episodes. You can also follow us on Instagram at Instagram slash Star Trek Zhuzh. Again, that's Z-H-U-Z-H. And you can leave us feedback on our pitches, get some hilarious memes, and you can even get a heads up on what the next episode is going to be. Star Trek Zhuzhurations leave space dock this June, just in time for Pride. Wait, Sean... Did we install the tractor beam? The tractor beam? It doesn't arrive till Tuesday. Oh, shit. So... Take a hit and get into it. Ooh, my God. What if that was a segment? <laughs> I, I, they make me so horny. There's no way. Oh, it would just man. turn into nothing. It to an just... animal like Maxie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... Please leave my dog out of my popper string. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you said animal, and then Maxie was shaking around. Mm. Anyway. All right. So you wanted to talk about poppers. Right. Because, oh, my gosh. Uh-oh. They're... Um, We've talked about it before. Yeah. Like it's kind of like a the risk level assessment of it and stuff because people are worried about some of the effects of it and everything, and it has different effects on different people. Right. But I have a friend who uh, who whenever they do poppers now, their vision gets impaired for a duration of time that's quite like scary. Like mm. they can't. They there's periphery problems whenever they do poppers and there's like blind spots. Yeah, that happens to me too. But, but it, it's last, like, it's just to that point where it's like, oh, this is beyond what I'm okay with oh, for my yeah, daily life. Oh, yeah, brief. No, it's, yeah, it's not during the high. It's after the high. Same, but brief. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I, and it was such a moment for my friend that, like, it was a bummer. And it just made me think about it more whenever, um, 
you have something that, I mean, I can live without a lot of things. I can live without poppers, <laughs> perhaps. But it, whenever it, I can't live <laughs> living without you. But knowing it's not your choice that this is going to have a consequence for you, and it gets taken away from you in yeah. that kind of way, it does feel like a mourning, like something you mourn. Like, whoa, I'm not available to this fun anymore. That's how I feel about weed and alcohol. Weed too? Are you not doing weed anymore? Well, weed was the big issue. I haven't been doing weed for a long time. You haven't edibles? No, I had to throw them all out because really? um, throw them out. I know everyone says that. No, I just couldn't have them sitting in my house. And I just like gotta go. Um, there wasn't a lot of them left. Um, we'll get back to poppers, but uh, I was I, I just started noticing it just became too apparent that two or three days after I did anything related to weed, I would fall into the darkest depression. Uh, and like it depletes my serotonin. I don't know what it does, but it just like I just can't. I just can't. I don't I, want it. Yeah, you know. And alcohol's doing it now too. It's counteracting my meds, and I just I gotta stop. Sure. Okay, that's real. I. I think I could probably recognize phases similarly for myself as well, because mm-hmm. I'll have like a couple of weeks where I'm just totally good, riding yeah. high, celebrating life with a drink or, or smoking and stuff. And then the costume. That's the ambulance coming because JJ's done oh, too much poppers. That's right. It's for me. Um, and then, and also I, I chalk it up sometimes to life needs to kind of, uh, balance sometimes. Like if I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is something wrong with me, but I think like when things are going so well for a long time, then a week where I feel kind of like low is normal. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, okay, this is fine because I had a, a good week last week or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, drugs definitely make a difference in that too. Even if it's just caffeine, I think for me, cause I think, I've been drinking more coffee lately, and my anxiety has been worse lately. And yeah. I'm just yeah. kind of at one of those threshold moments. But look at me. I'm drinking coffee right now because I didn't sleep enough. So uh, we got from poppers to coffee. Yeah, just drugs in general, anything like stimulate. But yeah, and I guess the point of it is like having something that enhances life, but when it's taken... That's the thing that I wanted to explore about right. it. Right. Um, yeah, you know, if, if we broaden that out... Mm-hmm. Things I've been thinking about recently are, maybe you get this. As a creative, I get, and not to diminish what this actually is, I'm just using it as an example, as a way to describe it. Um, I get postpartum after I'm done with the project. Mm. And I think it's because the project gives me, like, good feelings and excitement and all that stuff. And then it's a hard drop off when it's done, when it's released. To the point where sometimes I'm not even excited about getting it out because it's just like, oh, I'm going to feel shitty after this. Yikes. Um, but yeah, no. Um, uh, my pop, specifically with poppers, I hadn't done them ever until maybe the last like three, four years. Because uh, Max was really, I've talked about it before, but mm-hmm. he was really into them. And so I eventually, as a way to try to like have another, try to get us to have sex more because we were just not having sex. or not having sex enough. Um, I was like, I'll do them with you. I know you like them. Like, let's. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's with you. I'll try them. <laughs> and we did. And <laughs> it was a whole new world. And I was like, <laughs> I like these a lot. Yeah. So I still use I think I use them too much. I probably use them every time in some capacity. Yeah. Usually not a lot. But um, ooh, ooh, ooh. What? So during the pandemic, I got very comfortable with like video stuff. Because yeah. like, I don't care. Like, during the pandemic, it was necessary, and now it's like, if you leak this fucking video, go fuck yourself. Sure. Um, Same. So, I'm like, you know, and I'm not cutting off my head. Like, I'm in it. It's me. I don't care. Oh, I still had my tattoos. Nope. It's me. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. 
Uh, but lately, so I've had some people that like we sort of do this like, you know, because I've got a little dumb something in me. So he'll like tell me what he wants to see and I'll do it and I'll send it and this and that. Hmm. And lately, I've been having like a daily sort of masturbate session where like I, I play out this fantasy and record it and then delete it right after. I don't send it to anybody. Oh. But I find it deeply satisfied like when there's like a little voyeur bit in me but then like at the end it's always with the intention of like sending it to this guy yeah or a handful of guys and then (laughs) uh uh as soon as i'm done with it i'm like no delete all of it well you did what you needed to do from it you got right you got your your fun right fuck and they're never bugging they're like where's the fucking video so it's not like i'm like leading people on no uh but yeah it's interesting that's been a new new thing cool Cool. I love discovering new ways to have fun, though. That is pretty hot. Yeah. Like, a, it's sort of the rough draft. Like, let me just go ahead and make a rough draft of my, you know, finished right. product or whatever and just, like, get, know that... It, like, whenever you commit to making Doing a bad... Doing scene work. <laughs> yeah. Well, when, like, same thing. You commit to making a bad rough draft or whatever that you're not even intending to share. You, it frees you up so much more. Mm-hmm. And then you're just available to make mistakes, quote-unquote, But or the thing is, whatever. I'm intending to share it when I'm doing it. Oh, I'm really? with the full uh... intention of, like, I'm making this for this person. I'm doing this fantasy And then it like. switches at the end. And then as soon as I'm done... It's like with Trixie Mattel when she talks about, like, Am I gay after still? gay says, am I still gay after yeah. this? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, when I'm done, I'm like... I feel no need to send this to anybody. Oh, yeah. The post come clarity. Post come clarity. Mm-hmm. I think that's our podcast. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I just don't feel the need to. Um, but back to poppers. Um, I've done poppers on a dance floor with straight people. Yeah. No, I, I don't. Uh, I've done them before in public, but like the, when I say that they get me. Horny. Horny. I mean, like, ravenous carnality, mm-hmm. grunting, groaning, I'm not a human anymore, I'm yeah. a fuck beast. I've so, like, there. I don't want to do that in public. Sure. Well, that's why I was so intrigued by doing pop. Like, and it was funny, because it was at Chapel Bar, so it was a bunch of, like, rich, young, like, fashion-y, cutesy, rich kids or whatever. Sorry to anyone that goes there. I'm not trying to generalize you. That was just the vibe I got. And it was still friendly. But, um... I just could not, I don't know. I felt like I did not relate. And I was like, what is fucking happening around me? But they were also popping or popping around, passing around poppers. And the girls were like calling it like, oh, give me that nose candy stuff. Whatever that is. Like, just like, that's something else. Yeah, um, that nose candy was coke. Yeah. But anyway, it was a bottle of poppers. And doing it with a straight woman that I'm just kind of meeting and chatting with on a dance floor. Does it make women more bearable? (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Jack. (laughs) Terrible joke. I no, but here's what it did. It made me like, oh, we're best friends. Oh my god, uh, you're so great. Well, that was the reason my 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 ex was trying to get off of them because he said it provided false intimacy, and he yes. didn't want false intimacy. He wanted real intimacy. Well, and I can clock it in the moment too. Like right. my 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 conscious brain that it's like, yo, you're on drugs, and that is silly. That you're like emotionally feeling connected. Right. I could clock it in real time too, but I was like well, you're on drugs anyway, so just ride the road and be on the trip and just kind of be funny with it. Right. But it was weird. I'm like... I'm fully aware of the, the fake intimacy of it, and when I, when I do them, it's for that purpose. Because I don't need them to bottom. I'm a professional, thank you very much. <laughs> um, so I don't, I've never needed them. It's not that I need them. It's that 
it provides a level of false intimacy with someone I don't have intimacy and don't want intimacy with, but I want to feel intimacy during sex. Yeah, so I'll it use feels them for that purpose. Right. Like I think the ephemerality of it is part of right. the contract now. Like and I hope everyone goes in knowing that this is not reality. Right. And with the ex, I was using them a lot in the end days where I was just trying to get to the move out date. Uh, yeah. So it was a way that we I could continue because we were monogamous. I wasn't going to cheat on him. Well, I wasn't. Uh, and we were, could have sex and me enjoy it mm-hmm. and like knowing I was like on my way out. Oh, but back to like another thing that I wanted to point out about it, I guess. Like the thing that intrigued me and that I wanted to bring is like the idea of like losing something that you can live without, but it still feels devastating. Mm. That is what relationships are, I think, oftentimes. Mm-hmm. Like if you were fine before the relationship, but it's coming to an end it feels like you're being deprived of something that brought you joy. And I mean, in a way it is, but you were fine before it. And I think that like, that like, I don't know if it's like addiction to certain kind of stimulus or something like that, or just security or whatever. But um, I don't know. I, I kind of identified with what my friend's feelings were as far as like not being able to do poppers because it doesn't feel healthy. Uh-huh. because like it re- it made me think of like a breakup like immediately like wow that looks and sounds like how it feels whenever you have to let go of something yeah like they were mourning the fact because like they're i mean it's not like they were you know doing it to get out of bed or whatever it was just like i man, wonder if that's how people feel about like because i i don't really have a strong drug past i wonder if that's how people like when they're done partying mm-hmm. like the sort of like well that's over like, that i wonder that over. too i wonder that too i have friends who are looking to do new chapters of life they're like yeah you know i'm i'm used to getting blackout drunk like every weekend and yeah, that was never me and doing party drugs and stuff and i'm trying to like do a new chapter and i I don't know. I, it's interesting because when you're gay, I feel like, like I mentioned earlier today that like orgies are available to you for your life because you'll find someone who's going to want to fool around. Like that's luckily something I've been dying to have on recently. It's it's so hard to get together lately. I just, I can't find mm-hmm. a group of people who are all into it, into each other. Uh-huh. And I'm into like finding that like the venn diagram of that curating, has been very difficult right. lately i don't know i'm i never i don't think i'd ever want to be responsible for curating i'll just like i wait for an invite and decide that time if i want to usually but that's also waiting around for it i'm, just, I'm picturing you and like like your hair and curler sitting by the phone waiting you know, for like, that call uh, to the orgy <laughs> you know, like, i've blocked out my calendar come uh, on boys call. why won't they call <laughs> uh, what about tomorrow <laughs> but yeah i um I mean, that's, it's, it's, uh, even on that topic or whatever, like something that sounds like fun, but you're living without and stuff. I wish it's like that battle between acceptance and ideal sort Mm -hmm. of like, can I do something more fun with myself right now? It's comparing, it's relative too. Mm -hmm. It's just always relative of like, what else could I have right now versus what I'm not allowed to have. Well, I think we should take this break to uh, check our phones, see if either of us got any orgy invites. Ooh. And, oh. And we'll be right. I thought it was like, oh God, this spawned something. Uh, <laughs> this is my segue out, JJ. We'll be right back. I do find that there is a the, the conservative gaze, Republican gaze, right leaning gaze. There are a lot of them on these apps, and I think it's probably because they can't find people in real life because <sighs> you're gross. Mm. But I, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot more on the like the the representation, the like percentages mm-hmm. 
society versus on the apps. There's more on the apps than I think there are in actual society. Ah, that is, um, I, I, you know, I think that observation could track. I have no, um, obviously experience cause I'm not doing so much with the apps and stuff, but woof. I don't know. That's like just thinking about conservative gays always just gives me pause because my brain short circuits. Yeah, ma'am. Ma'am. There's a whole. I think there are a lot of reasons why that happens. I, All right. Yeah, I'm aware of that too. It's just, I don't know. I still. Because I was a Republican. Right. I wasn't, a, I didn't, I don't think I was ever a conservative, but I was a Republican because my parents were Republicans. And when I registered to vote, I was registered as a Republican because my parents were Republicans. I was like a Republican in fourth grade. Right. Fourth grade Republican. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was also trying trying to be mature, like whatever. Right. Like an adult child was like how I usually right. presented but the Repu- myself. While I think the Republican Party has always been what it is today, it, at least it wasn't as visible. Probably. Yeah. And especially to a child, whatever. But Like then, there weren't like Marjorie Taylor Greens out there in <gasps> the mainstream. You know? No, true. Holy shit. Uh, anyway, um, what app are we doing? Um, let's do uh tinder i feel like i haven't seen tinder in a sec so this is the one that i um i have full functionality on because it tends to generate the most amount of people so we can look at people i've matched with that i haven't talked to yet we can look at people who like me that i haven't decided whether i like or not or we can just do some general swiping which what's the rule it always starts with a hot guy yep who will never love me (laughs) hot man will never love me yeah nyc six foot Oh, hi. But that's it. That's his whole profile. Oh, wow. That's the whole profile. That's all you need. Hot, so we'll give that's it a chance. That's all you need. All right. So let's do the swipey. We're going to start with... um How vain of us. After the, 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 the eye candy. Oh, there's something to analyze here, I think. Oh, please do. Well, what does it mean whenever your first profile picture is a picture of you and a friend? I think it depends. Okay. Because there are... there. I think it's within Tinder, but there is an option to let Tinder pick which one and it's based on like which one is getting the most reaction from oh. people so it like it's like a smart like show the one that everyone is mostly like looking at mm-hmm. i think it dip- then so then it comes to well what if the one it's choosing if it's you and another guy and it's choosing it because people are interacting because oh, they like the other guy nice. then i'm like mm. i i pick i pick which one yeah Okay, so it's a little, there's more variables than just decision making sometimes. Right. But this person, so this first person that we've, uh, or excuse me, second, besides the person who's just six foot, um, <laughs> this person is, uh, their first photo is them and a friend, but it's a, a female friend, right. female presenting, I should say. Um, and so I don't know. I wonder what that means too, because sometimes if it's a two gay men or whatever, you assume it's a couple looking, or maybe it's like a guy who. You know, yeah, you're if your first assume... if your first if your first profile picture are two guys and you it looks like you are boyfriends, then that's what I'm going to assume. Uh, sure. And then I'll look at the profile. What if see. this was a bisexual guy with a girlfriend? Maybe. That would be interesting. Please don't super like no. This sorry, how do I use this? Okay, <laughs> no. How so do you, you click do you... click on it? Oh, click on it. Oh, and that's how you go through photos. Okay. Yep. And the next photo, cute glasses, cute person. I think I'm not physically attracted to this. Person. No. No. Okay, style-wise, is a little questionable, I'd say. Anyone? Mm, I'm going to call it out. A newsboy hat doesn't work for me. And not just on my head, but whenever I see a person in a newsboy hat, Man. I don't know what comes, it, what conjures. It has connotations for me, I think. And I'm just like, this is a 
I don't know. I have like an impression of what your personality is going to be. And I'm probably wrong. I'm just saying it's a bias. But mm. anyway. Right. Well, his um, profile leaves nothing. So Barry here <sighs> is originally from Beantown. Let's mm-hmm. grab a coffee or a drink. Ooh. Height five seven. Their anthem is Block Party, which is cool. But but um, for me, it's like. You already know. Well, I'm already know because I'm not physically attracted. But also, um, 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 like, let's grab a drink or coffee, coffee or a drink. Mm-hmm. And talk about what. Mm. Like, I, I, you need to present, I guess maybe it's saved for the conversation, but like, there's nothing in here. There's nothing in here. Yeah. You're, it's, you're, you're relying solely on your pictures. Well, the other guy was six foot and we were like, yeah. <laughs> because he relied on his pictures and yeah. he was hot. Like, uh, I will, I will give that a chance for you true. to prove a personality. Hey. And also because the first swipe, the first match is, the first person is either a bot mm-hmm. or someone who will never respond. So, you know. You just Man, it's like buying a lottery ticket. The marketing team at fucking Tinder. They know what they're doing. All right. All right. So let's X this person. Yes. Which way? Can I swipe that way? How do you do it? Uh, I'm you're X. not in this. You have to do X when you're in profile view. How do you do it? Just do the X. Oh. Boo. Yeah. No. Oh. 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 Uh, God. Muscle. The height. I don't love the hair, but. um. <laughs> bleach tips. Bleach tips. It's a little. It's a little. Nineties. Like uh, but look at the name. We'll come up with a different... We'll say this is Barry as well. But the name suggests this person is foreign. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that might be a... Foreskin situation. I mean, that's not where I was going. <laughs> I was oh. going to say, explain the hair. It's oh. a little Euro trash. Sure, sure, sure. Which, hey. Cool. I mean, look at that fucking Euro body. trash? That's like kind of hot. <sighs> okay, so all of his pictures are sh- well, except for that one. Okay. He is very good looking. Very good looking. Under the third. Very much my type. Also, tr- very uh, scruffy, going short to tropical hair. Tropical places and taking photos in tropical places. Has Who's a photo that? with a friend that's like playful. I don't know who that is. Is, is that Gaga? I think it's a photo with Lady Gaga. He has a photo with Lady Gaga on his. This is points. I think that's kind of. I mean, fun. he's definitely super attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, a hot guy. Let's see the a picture with Gaga. That's pretty fun. Okay, in the profile, uh, not very much. And also, I don't know if they're in, oh, they're three miles away. Has his Insta, and he he um he has his height and weight in, so you can tell it's it's in he's um, definitely foreign. Yeah, it's in, the yeah. metric system or whatever is that what that's called? And then what does it say? It says something in another language. It's German. So German, yeah. This Swiss person, German. yeah, without English on the profile so much, which is um. I wonder if that's like let me cater to my preferred if audience, or he's just here on a vacation. Yeah, that's probably it. Either way, let's fuck. Hot. And then look what it does. Oh, would you like to upgrade your like to send a super like? Um, and it only does that on hot people. Hey, this person oh, is uh, is probably, or it's someone who's getting a lot of likes. Yeah. This person, you know, getting yeah. a lot of attention. You should pay us to like push you to the top of this feed, you God. desperate, ugly fuck. It's insidious and we're participating in it. And I never do. Well, we're not participating in that part, but we're still feeding the monster a little. Oh, next person's cute. All right, we got, um, oh, it's another interesting name. Yeah. Let's say Charles. Okay, Charles. And I think handsome first picture. It's kind of funny. I think it's sort of hilarious whenever people take selfies facing the sun and they're squinting. (laughs) I mean, I can assume it's because he wants to get whatever's in the back. The background's cool, and I'm sure the lighting is better to be, than, than to be backlit, probably. But just go at an angle so the sun's not directly in your eyes and you don't have to close them halfway. Anywho. So Charles here... Charles, second picture, same story, kind of squinty, and then far away picture for the third one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ, JJ. I just super liked it because I don't know how to work the goddamn app. Undo. Undo. There. Okay, let's look at it again. You can undo, which is good. Thank God. How do you you okay. just about did it again. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. Click his name. Oh, okay. 
There we go. Thank you. Clicking on Charles. I'm already seeing. So it's upside down for me. Okay. He's Brazilian. And lives yes. in Miami. Top verse. Yes. On vacation. Six, two. Yes. What's the spot? Of- Maroon 5. Um- <laughs> I mean... Uh, th- yeah. And like new Maroon 5. Right. Uh, is that a red flag? I'll just have sex with him. Yeah. Oh, Dua Leap is in here. Some Bieber. It's just basic. Bad He's Bunny. Okay. Yeah, David into pop Gata. music. This Sharon. person's just into pop music. That's fine. Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, he's just basic. Yeah, that's great. That's fine. Sexy. Also top. So that's good. He's here on vacation. For I will sure. have sex with him while he's here. Which one? This one? The little yes. heart? Boom. Oh, and then next person, their first picture is them with a hat and sunglasses, which and, we, and a cigarette. Yeah, it's down. That's. Mm, I mean, I'll, I may we'll see more, but I do not like a smoker. Okay. Oh, he's cute. Yeah. You think you don't think so? No, he's got a soul patch, buddy. Oh, okay. I didn't Flavor see soul patch. Saver. I saw the eyebrows first because he's. Got oh, I do like big bushy eyebrows. Really pretty eyebrows. Uh, this is a. Uh, this person could be one of the Levy sons. And I fully used to want a soul patch. I wanted a labrette piercing or labret. I don't know if it's French, but mm. the L whatever it's labrette L A B R E T. I think. Sure. Uh, the little stud. I think I just want to be a bass player in a '90s metal band. Like that's kind of the look. That oh, the your phone. Um, I need you to unlock it again. But um, it's low on power. Yeah, I used to think that, I don't know what it is, but that's kind of hot to me. Even like a swell patch now, I'm like, ooh, hi. Yeah. Well, he's got a cute smile. Mm. And I like a, when he's bald. Yeah, big old bald head. That means nice dick usually. This is a nice picture, that but nice I want to know how long ago that is. What's the delta between this picture, where he looks very different from that picture? I That could be next day, I think, sometimes. You think this is next day? Sometimes, okay, so the smile kind of fills the cheeks out more. He's not smiling in the other one. He could be gritting. Below the chin. Okay, a little bit of a chin moment, but it's sort of like in the other one, he could be clenching his jaw, which totally like erases double, double chin sometimes. I think we're, I I think we're looking at a delta of 25 to 30 pounds between the two pictures. I don't, I like, I really think sometimes I catch a picture and I'm like, I look like a different person here. I like bigger guys. Yeah. But it's the insecurity bred by, like, let me show you a whole bunch of my, like, old pictures where I was fitter, and then, okay, well, I got one in there that's me normally, but it's kind of disguised. Right. But, I mean, oh, but I on the ratio of, like, how many photos he has here in one where his jawline looks very, like, snatched. I bet you that is the most recent picture. But I would say that, like, if I took a picture and my jawline looked particularly snatched in one of them, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to showcase myself because there's a reality exists where I have this jawline. <laughs> there is in the multiverse. <laughs> yeah. There is a version of me. And I'm going to showcase it. Um, so George here. Okay, we'll talk about George's profile. Native New Yorker. Ace. Oh, so I already know. No? Okay, so if sex is off the table, which no. being ace doesn't necessarily mean sex is off the table, but it's part of the, uh, you know, the orientation. About well, the it, it maybe it's not off the table, but they don't get... They're right, not it's not the same. I'm it, not, not going to have sex with someone who doesn't... It's not the same gratification. Right, right. Okay, former expat, a bunch of flags. So I guess we're already a no, but their profile's interesting. They put a lot of info. Love to read, watch movies, play board games, spend time with dogs. Dogs are great. Travel... Um, I didn't learn how to bake bread during the pandemic, but I did get an air fryer. Okay. Oh, P.S. I quit smoking during the pandemic. Hooray. That's cute, too. Okay. So at least he quit smoking. Mm-hmm. But I can't, Ace is not going to do it for me. I'm a sexual terrorist. <laughs> okay. So to spare this person, <laughs> we'll say no. All right. Next, uh, we'll call them... Um, John. John. 
That's a cute black and white. Oh, you can do videos or gifts or whatever. Very Ooh, good looking. That's a, that body. We're literally looking at a gif of his back walking into a like a river. It looks like or something like that. And like snatched round butt. Very round butt and very muscled back. That's all it takes sometimes. Hello. Sometimes. Also, He's handsome. not bad from the front. Very cute hair. Not bad from the front. Sorry, that sounded like I'm. Who am I to judge? I'm like, let me just assess this person physically and objectify them entirely. It's the most romantic thing anyone's ever said to me. Oh, you're not bad from the front. No, I was just saying he started out strong, and it was we started with a backpack that was hot. And um, I'm like it starts with a backpack. So when I was in my early twenties, mm-hmm. I was a paralegal, mm-hmm. and I was sent down to live in a very fancy hotel in D.C. for a month to do this case, mm-hmm. like literally next to the White House. And uh, I was flirted with by Anderson Cooper. Uh, and I, at the time, I wasn't into older guys. Um, and uh, But I did hook up with this, like, Ukrainian personal trainer who was just, like, su- bald, super ripped. Hmm. Came, You know, it was a pure hookup thing. He comes mm-hmm. over to the hotel. And we're, like, making out or whatever. And then he, like, he's, like, puts me on my stomach. And gets ready to have sex. And he says, oh, my God, all your pictures need to be from this direction. You look so much better this way. Oh. And I was like. Is that a read? That's yeah. a read, bitch. I mean, you. No, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You would get so much more traction on the apps if all your pictures were from here. Okay, that's a little different, but still ouch. Deeply offensive. Yes. It's- it reminds me of the guy. I mean, that's one moment, but the more, you know, the more jarring one. At 95 Christopher Street, every time I see it, I will always think of this. I will never forget. It it's was, near Stonewall, yeah. Yep. I see it every time I go down to perform there. I had, I remember it every single time. I will never forget that building. So <sighs> that was where I went to hook up with the guy. And he opens the door and he goes, looks me up and down. He goes, so how old are your pictures? And they weren't old. And I was like, I don't know, like a couple months. He walks out of the door takes his hand, lifts up my shirt, puts his hand on my stomach and shakes it and then goes, no, yeah, I'll still fuck you. And then I said, no, thank you. And cried the whole way home. People are monsters. Ouch. I just poked myself in the eye so hard. Because All right. That's well, so let's stupid. see if John's a monster. Let's finish John here. He is very attractive. Very attractive. I'm definitely into it. Let's see what the profile says. Also a picture where he's in like a button down and cat and slacks and dress shoes. And he's got like a ping pong situation going on with like Lives a dry in... board behind him. It's very much like my job serious, but I'm fun. And where I does think he that's live? Kind of funny. Oh, let's see. Um, I've never even heard of these letters put together. And it's 3000 miles away. 4,000 almost. So why why am I keep getting matched with these people? I guess they're visiting New York. They visited New York recently enough to show up in the thing. Oh well, bye guy. Well, give with him a, sexy a like back. because we'll flirt. He's bringing he's sexy interested. back. Ooh, hi. Oh, geez, this next one is also sexy. All right, well, lives in Buenos Aires. Let's do this as our last. It, it, Whatever. Tinder. Yeah. This is not helpful. No. Lives in Buenos Aires. Lives in Germany. Lives in Miami. Lives in like what do you do? I think I've run out. Mm. I think I've swiped all the New York people. I'm out. I wonder. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's interesting. Anyway, this person's very sexy. Uh, we'll call them Adam. Adam. Adam, sure. Or whatever. Yeah, Adam. Uh, click Adam's name so we can see. I'm already sold by the pictures. Oh, the pictures are great. Very, like, ha- there's this little patch there. He's got, like, a Robert Downey Jr. situation going on. Yeah, it's a little. I hope that's gone. <laughs> it wasn't in every picture. It's true. I think it's hot. Um, and then his, I don't know enough it's Spanish. It's on Spanish. Let's see. Can you translate? 40 years old, professional. Mm-hmm. My priority is my paro. Dog? 
Dog. Is that dog? I think it's dog. My um, Colombian boyfriend will be so proud. He likes to travel and loves fresh air. Uh, yeah, I'll give him a like because he's hot, but again, that probably doesn't even speak English. Well, uh, <laughs> the one guy that I have like uh, loving feelings, potential loving feelings for is in another country. Right. And just wiped a whole bunch of other people in other countries. So... Great. The world's an oyster or something. Uh, right. Great. Right. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, go book some uh, <laughs> go book some airline tickets on this break, mm. and we'll be right back with the guest. Today's guest is a seasoned Q-plus hip-hop artist hailing from East Orange, New Jersey. He released his debut Gmail EP in July 2013, followed by the New Balance mixtape in 2016, before dropping his latest solo effort, Gourmet, in 2018. Along with producing on his own projects, he has produced for various independent artists, including his Q-plus supergroup, The Alliance, who dropped their latest album, Supergroup, last summer. Aside from music, our next guest has appeared on the reality web series The Circle NYC Season 3, launched the weekly Herbal Tea podcast, and started a production company. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Earthtone. Hello, Earthtone. Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? So you were introduced to me, I think, by Bryce, and we've done – oh, no, no. It was a Chauncey event. It was Freak Out. I think we were both part of Freak Out one yes. time. Yes. Yep. 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 And then you'll be back with us with Chauncey and I again for FAM in May. Well, probably by the time this episode comes out. It's already happened. But, um, yeah, yeah, I just really loved your music, and, I mean, you're, you're just a really great talent, and I, I was happy to work with you and book you for future things. Likewise, I appreciate that. Yeah, it was a pleasure meeting you. That was fun that night at uh, Stonewall. I remember that we performed. That was one of the first times I had performed since the pandemic. So it was like a two-year stretch for me. So that was crazy. Yeah, I um, it never is lost on me that like I've performed at the fucking Stonewall. Yeah, like that's all. It that one's always a special Damn. one. It's historic. It's historic, especially when you kind of because you've been there a few times now. So it's like you could get jaded, but it's still Stonewall, like New York City. Right. There's so many people that dream of performing on that stage. So definitely. Yeah. So we'll be back there. And again, that's probably already happened. But we've got fam in May to do. Um, and more I'm, shows beyond that, I'm sure, eventually. Hmm? More in the future. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is – no, we're going to be working together a lot. Yeah. Um, but you have joined us today on our uh, Dating, Sex, and Relationship podcast. Um can you can I ask you just for purposes of setup, are you single? Are you taken? Are you out in the streets? What's your what's your temperature? Uh I'm single and mingling. Yeah. Nice. Single and mingling at the moment. <laughs> uh, what do you look for in a person? Um, at this point, I'm just looking for to have a good time, to have fun. Somebody I can kind of kick it with, be cool, go and do things with, party with. That's kind of what I'm looking for. Like, I need, like, a, a homie, you know? Okay. So we're going to see if we can find you someone to kick it with uh, uh, through this game of Deal Breakers, <laughs> which is the game you've chosen. So okay. um, for each of these, we're going to assume you've been on two or three dates. And this okay. is just something that comes up, and you can tell us whether this shuts it down or whether this is something you're okay with. Mm, okay. All right, feel free to ask questions if uh, you want to probe it a little bit. Um, but here we go. I would say the first one is, 
he gets all cute and he makes a playlist for you and you realize that everyone on that the the playlist only contains music from Garth Brooks but in his Chris Gaines phase, Kevin Federline and Brooke Hogan. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay. Um so this is the playlist. Well, all right. He makes it's, it for it's, you it's like not a cute mixtape. Oh, see, see he's making it for me. That's that's different. If he was just making it for him and just happen to throw it on, like, okay, what's your jam? And then he throws on some Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm not going to kill him for the Garth Brooks because I actually used to have a little crush on Garth back in the day. So oh. he could get he get a little pass with that one. But okay. it's not a deal breaker. I'll let it go. But I'm going to definitely side eye him a little bit. There it, you go. Is it important to you that you share certain – is there like a – be it mu- music, movies, is there something that is important to you that is an interest that you want to share with your person? Well, all of it. That's why I'm kind of, that's something that's not a deal breaker because he's going to hear all of my music and his taste is going to, he's going to get better taste eventually. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really worried about that too much. Awesome. JJ, what do you got? So how about uh, after a couple dates, you guys are getting more comfortable around each other as far as like just, you know, being yourselves in bodily and you're watching a movie or a TV show and they start clipping their toenails sitting on the couch besides you. Oh, man. Um, okay. Are they just clipping and just letting the, the nails fly or is it some kind of setup to where they can catch what's going oh, on? We can talk about it. What, okay. Where where do we draw the line? If they're um if they're just like letting them fly out of the clipper and they're no regard to like keeping it organized. Yeah, see that's nasty. I can't. That's that might nasty. that might that might be a deal breaker because that's just a sign of other things to come. If you're willing to do that, just right there. And this is what the second two we've been on two dates. Uh, yeah, something you know long enough to get comfortable or for them to get comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that might that might be a bit of a deal breaker for me because that's, mm. that's I like I like feet, but I also like hygiene. So you uh, wait. So does that mean you could you could uh, hang if they kept it organized, even if you're just watching a movie? Well, just go, it. just go to the bathroom and do it. Or, or <laughs> you know, yeah, so the way that I do it to make sure there's no mess is I actually put my foot on the toilet lid so they fall into the toilet. Oh, that's specific. That's an interesting one. What I do, I take like a little, like a little garbage bag or a little trash bag, and put my foot in a bag and clip them in a the bag. Every oh my god, Ooh, this is one of this is a really that... interesting. We should ask more guests this because <laughs> I think everyone does it a different way. Yes, JJ, how do you do it? I like I usually just sit on either my bed or I sit on a chair with like you know my foot propped up on on something, and then I like. Just kind of do it like I do small clips so that I can kind of like manage. Like I, I try to like for my big toe, for instance, I make I want it all to come off in one piece, and so I go slowly in a line across. So it's an art. <laughs> yeah, just go slow and make it kind of like shapely. Or if you're in a rush, then don't care and have jacked nails. All right. What if this person? Um, this person has always had pets their entire life, and they're very they, they love animals. They're very close to animals, and it's all types: dogs, cats. They've had birds. They just love having pets. Only one at a time. They're not running a zoo, but they always make sure they have an animal companion. But the thing is, after they pass, um, he likes to have them taxidermied, and they're all over his apartment. And so he'll like tr- introduce them to you. Oh, this is my second dog. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry. That's going to be a major deal breaker for me. Uh, <laughs> so I, I have a thing with like dolls and like taxidermy stuff 
realistic things, just sitting there, not moving and having visions of like horror stories or, you know, the horror movies where the dolls come to life and chase you. Like Chucky was my shit, but I don't want Chucky sitting and I wake up and he just standing there. So to see <laughs> your, your long lost pet. Now I love pets, but I'm not stuffing them and putting them in the crib. We can't, we can't, no, we can't vibe. I, I can't wake up and go to the bathroom and then run into your dog. And have right. It, like, it. no, you can, sentimental maybe a framed photo with a horse a framed i don't know maybe i don't even think i would do like someone who keeps cremated remains of a pet mm. <laughs> yeah i mean that I, I i could live with that yeah i guess i don't know maybe if it happens later, like if i've already established enough of a connection with a person but if that comes out too early then i'm just like oh no i don't know what this could also mean what's the yes and to this but perhaps? do you feel the same if they had a cremated like if it was like a, a person a person that uh, you know, a person i think maybe there's more tradition in but i think like breaking tradition and cremating a pet and keeping it around i'm like oof this I don't know. I just, in my I brain, my I like animals much more than I like people. That's, that's real. That's real. But keeping them, like, that says something about, like, I don't know, not being able to pass through, like, grief, maybe, or something. Yeah. Okay. That's definitely some kind of time. That's a lot. But, yeah, I definitely can't do the actual. So, I really hate horror. I don't like being scared. I don't like a haunted house. I don't like any of that stuff. And uh, I had an ex-boyfriend take me to a haunted house. And he was like, it'll be fine. You know, I'll hold your hand. It'll be fine. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And we get up to the second level, and they had a a little person dressed as Chucky. Uh-huh. And he jumps out from behind me, and I just kick him square in the chest. No, my God. I couldn't, I couldn't help it. I was like, ah! And I kicked him. No, you kicked him? Oh, shit. <laughs> right in the chest he went down he was fine like i talked to him after he was like it's fine it happens sometimes Oof, i was gonna but, say i'm like, sure it might have happened before i yeah i mean i know people that work for haunted houses and that is like they need to get you know protections and stuff that's like always a wild job yeah so another here's another thing it's another person trying to do their best by you and they uh, their love language is maybe cooking however Every time you come home to a well-prepared meal or like a, a large meal, nothing is to your taste. Ah, ah man, that's a rough one. Um, Cause I love to eat and I love when somebody wants to cook for mm. me, but if you can't throw down, mm, see, that's something that can get improved. So I'll just let you know, like, all right, after the third or fourth time, it's like, you know, this is not working for me. We, we might have to switch it up. I might give you like a cookbook. Give you some recipes, you know. Right. But what if he loves it? Like he's making well done steak with uh with uh ketchup and he just loves it. It's no, like, oh, this is so good. No, <laughs> we can't. that's my dad. Yeah, we, we can't butcher the steak, not the steak. Mm. No, no, uh, what if you found out he was part of the group that stormed the Capitol? Yeah, we could we could work on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not the food. Not the food. <laughs> <laughs> the other stuff more manageable. All right, what do you got, JJ? Uh, let's see. What if? Oh, okay. What if you're in the car per se and uh, listening to music, and your song comes on? Not as in not a song that you've written or any been a part of, but like your favorite song comes on, and they skip in the first ten seconds. Oh, yeah. We gonna have to talk about that one. That might be. Right? Uh, that might. Oh, see, that could lead to an argument because it depends on how he reacts once I tell him that he got to turn that back on. 
Because if it's right. like, a, if he if he hates the song and it's my jam, mm, we got we, we it might be a situation. What if they're like that was my ex's song? Oh yeah, it holds it holds a negative meaning for them. Yeah. It's like their ex's favorite song. Oh, see that's mm, see now it's deep rooted at that point, and that's mm-hmm. gonna get past. Ugh, I don't know. That might be tough. Mm. I might just have to. It, it depends on how, how how much we vibe and how much we kick it. I might just have to listen to that one in my headphones on my own. Oh, I won't, I won't. I won't. Yeah, I won't necessarily. You know, it depends. But it 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 it, it is is it deep rooted to the fact where he hears the song and he taking it out on me? He gonna get a <laughs> like? Is that gonna automatically put a bad taste in his mouth because he hears the song? He knows I love it, but it's his exes. Yeah, he's like everyone who loves this song always hurts me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That could lead to a whole. Ugh, that's a lot. I'll put that. I'll put that one fifty fifty. We gotta sit right. that one. On the one last one for you, and this is more of a serious one because it it in twenty twenty two it comes up now. Would you date someone who has an OnlyFans? Would I date someone with an OnlyFans? Um. I think I would. Yeah. Would they be allowed to keep it? Listen, if that was the the bread, that was the way to get your money and that was how you get in your livelihood, who am I to judge? And you know, especially if I know that going into it, mm-hmm. you gotta do what you gotta do. It's a it's a different world now these days. So you can't we're all adults. Um, long as you, you know, you keeping it cope aesthetic, you got your shit together and it's run right, you're professional with it. I'm cool. With you made that. a good point, though. Like, if you know that going in, that makes a difference sometimes. But when is it kind of too late to learn that about someone that you've been hanging out with? Well, see, that's the thing. You just got to be upfront with it. I mean, something like that, you probably want to get that out the way as soon as possible because it could be that kind of reaction. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's mm. not going to have that understanding, but you got to right. put it out there because that's what it is. So you'd rather get it out, rip the bandaid off, and see what happens rather than. Six months in, you're like, oh, hey, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, because then it seems like you're hiding it. Then there's like more like what else is yeah. there to hide? The big things you got to bring up at the beginning. One, I have a terminal illness. Two, I have children. Three, I have an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's certain things you just got to put on the table. Like, all right, this is what it is. If you're cool with that, then let's see what happens. Well, Earthturn, I think today we have learned that as as someone to date, like you are very go with the flow. Mm-hmm. You're you're you can you can teach someone how to cook. You can give them better taste in music. You're very forgiving. Uh, you won't take someone whose toenails are flying all over the place. But other <laughs> than that, you're you're a pretty uh, easygoing guy. So if people want to connect with you through the internet to listen to your music, date you, see where your events are, uh, where can they find you? Um, the easiest place I'm most active on IG, so you can catch me on Instagram at Earth Tone Music. That's M U Z I Q. Um, that's, I'm also there on Twitter, all the other social medias. Same thing, Earth Tone Music. And then check out the podcast on you know, YouTube. That's also Earth Tone Music, Herbal Tea Podcast every Thursday. Um, yeah, we out here. Holla at me. Slot up in my DMs if you want. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I want to hear about it if it happens too. Yeah. Uh, yes, let, let us know if by appearing on this podcast, you've received some dick. Because, uh, <laughs> we'd be so proud. We'd be very proud. Well, thank you for joining us today, Earth Tone, and we will be right back after this break to either leave you with love and light or pick a fight. Hey, appreciate it. This is fun.
All right, so I'll start with our fight. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Fight with th- this last week of unreasonable Metcons at CrossFit. What's a what? Right. So I'll go through all that. Metcon is short for metabolic conditioning, and it's the last portion of every CrossFit workout. Okay. So CrossFit workout is generally three segments over the course of 45 minutes to an hour. And it's stretching warm-up, strength, mm. and then the metabolic conditioning. So it could be like a Tabata thing. It's just like high intensity, constantly. Tabata, you don't know Tabata? No. 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. So These it's are like, a vocabulary I've never been exposed to. So Tabata is like a... That sounds like a version sort of, like, of prep. And <laughs> that's why I take Tabata. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> Tabata is like, is like, ready, go. And for 20 seconds, you do as many push-ups as you possibly can. 10, 10 seconds to break. Again. Ah. Again, until you like you just exhaust. Oh. Because by exhausting muscles, that's the best way to build them. Ooh. You just try to get it to complete where you could not do one more push-up. Oh, shit. So that's one of the methods to do that. So it's either something like that or it's an AMRAP, as many reps as possible, which is just like you have two minutes to use go. a cycle, go through it as many times as you can, take a break, another two minutes, another two minutes. Or there's every minute on the minute, which is just like, okay, you've got 15 push-ups, 10 toes to bar, and 15 calories on the bike. Uh, every minute switch and do those. And as fast as you can do them, that's as much rest as you get for the rest of that minute. So that if you can do it really fast, then you maybe you get 30 seconds of rest. Oh. If you take it up to the minute, you got to just go to the next one and then oh. you'll just be exhausted. Wow. So the point is to try to get done. It's like... In 15 minutes. Yeah, right. So it's all metabolic conditioning. Wow. You can do it RX, which means as prescribed, mm-hmm. um, which is usually a very heavy weight and a, a large amount of things. I am not... Some exercises, some metcons, especially if they're on like squats, I can do RX. Usually I got to scale down. But prescribed by yourself? No, no, no. Like, like they a, say like, oh, this coach. is the this is the goal to do this. A coach will give and, you like, something And like the ambitious. biggest muscle boys can do that and everyone else kind of scales down a bit. Either you take the weight down oh, a little bit. Because it's a group. It's not like personal trainer right, right. now. Okay, okay, got it. So we have had a week of deeply unreasonable Metcons. Mm. I don't know who programmed this week. I have a suspicion which one of them did. <laughs> but like... I don't care how much you scale down. There was no way I was finishing. Yeah. There was no way I was even getting close. It's for the benefit of those top percenters, which irritates me. Yeah. It's like, oh, great. So the the majority of us can feel like shit when we're done. And the thing is, it sucks all motivation out of me right. because it's like, well, I'm not going to finish anyway. It's not like, even no, for you. It's not even a chance of me coming close. So yeah. like, I'll just take this one easy. Yeah. So I get less of a workout because like, it's very clear. I'm like, I, it's just not a possibility. So why even try very hard? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you make it, cl- even if it's scaled, if you can make it. So we had one where it was every two minutes for seven rounds, you had to do, <clears throat> I think it was like 15 calories on the rower, which can take about like 30 to 40 seconds if you're good. Mm-hmm. And then um, 10 power cleans, which is where like you are in a deadlift and you pull it up and catch it on a front rack. Okay. Um, 10 of those at a certain weight that was kind of heavy. And then remaining time, the best of those two minutes, do as many burpees as you can. And then you have a minute off. And you do it seven times. And the goal was get to 100 burpees. Mm-hmm. I was probably fourth in the class. Okay. I had 44. Yeah. That's like the curve is too wide. It's like, and then yesterday's was also like impossible. Didn't finish. And I just, I, like, with that first one, I walked out into the coach that I like. There's a coach I don't like, but this coach. And I was walking out, and he was like, good job today. I said, that is a hate crime. <laughs> yeah. And he laughed really hard. Right. But uh, 
don't do these con- like do one every now and that then to, like challenge us but like this constant yeah. like like every day I walk in, I'm like, I'm never gonna fucking do this. You know what? That's how I feel about my day job. They're like, we have to provide an ideal service, and this is what it looks like. And I'm trying my best, and I'm not doing well. And it's just like this ideal that like seems unachievable. But I know that the point of that is so that we, I don't know, it breaks you down and makes you kind of a robot for it. No, it just makes me unmotivated. Well, yeah, no, that's how I feel about it too. I'm fuck. just like, ah, fuck this. Hmm. All right. Well, where's our love and light? Love and light. Me. Um. I, I'm gonna love and light myself. Me. No, it's that I have like creative projects. And while I say that in the same breath of me talking about how being busy has also taken away free time from myself. So that's like something that is not the love and light. It's I would love more free time. But I am super grateful for like just creative endeavors. The other day, Jack and I, or two days, we did some um, Zoom rehearsal for a project that we're going to be working on. Mm -hmm. And it was fucking fun to have like something comedic and like the, well, okay, just he's in the room. So it's embarrassing for him and me maybe, but like just sharp, funny shit that's like got rhythm and like, oh, okay, this, I love rolling around in like the specs of comedy sometimes whenever it's scary usually because comedy is like difficult in a way but whenever it's also like the environment like because we've collaborated so much I kind of feel more free and loose and I can go for it Mm -hmm. sort of and I feel very available to it with this fun little script that we're working on I listen you can love a light all day I think this is one of the best things I've ever written it's so fucking funny fucking funny I yeah and whenever the writing is uh, like that does most of the work and then you just kind of show up and cut loose and like the other actors that we're going to collaborate with I can tell that they're definitely bringing the right ingredient to the script too like I'm like this it's a really good group of people that are very good and they all seem like super jazzed about the project Uh, yeah always breeds like a great yes when everyone walks on set like this is gonna be so fun that was the energy from just the zoom rehearsal of everyone's laughing at the jokes while we're going through a read through yeah. we're like fuck this is funny and we all are on the same page right and we're this is for the purpose of we're making a sizzle reel because i'm so confident in this yeah. project that like i'm Con- i have no problem going out to potential investors mm-hmm. and being like hi fund this right we it's need a lot of money to do sharp this. jokes conceptually interesting and also uh, an arc like it's got all the storytelling elements and narrative that i think are are marketable and, and interesting and it's just a lot of variables going yeah. for it. I would love um, Olivia Wilde to direct this. Yep. I think she'd be the perfect director for it this. It tracks. So, I mean, how, I don't know. We don't want to give away too much, I guess. But, like, no. it's it, that's a good teaser of who would, be, it is, who would do well with it. To me, I would describe it as book smart meets super bad meets mean girls. Right. And those movies are all kind of, like, the pillars of, like, lasting teen romp movies that are watchable years if after. If done correctly, there is no reason this movie couldn't sit in that echelon. I think so, too, because it's sort of, like, it's current, which all those movies are. But it's are. also a period piece. It's also a period piece because it's got callbacks to format. Like, it's sort of got, like, this archetypal... And it takes place in the year 2000. Yeah. So it's also, like, literally a period piece. So it's sort of, like, fun to kind of poke at the past and mm-hmm. also put, like, this modern, you know, twist on things. It's just... I don't know. I'm stoked about it. Yeah. Anyway, love and light. Love and light. I love it. All right, well, um, you can love and light us by making sure you drop a comment, hit subscribe, hit a like, share it with friends, uh, so you can spread light in the world by spreading us around. I didn't know where that sentence was going. <laughs> spread these legs, baby. Uh, you spread, spread us open, and you can spread us open on our Instagram at, at Dying Alone Podcast. You can also find me at, at Jack Tracy Official. And me at JJ Bozeman. 
Dying Alone Together is brought to you by Necessary Outlet Productions. You can find more from Necessary Outlet at www.necessaryoutlet.com or on the Necessary Outlet YouTube page. Do not forget to like and subscribe. Subscribe.